Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things daily fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. I'm Shannon Somerville. My co-host Tyler Weeman is out this week on vacation, so I'll be holding things down. On today's show, we've got your daily fantasy forecast for tonight's Monday night football contest between the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers. We'll also have a look at injuries. We'll have your prop bets, touchdown calls, and your game picks for this week in Monday night football. It's the end of week 15, and we're wrapping things up with the Rams at Lambeau Field taking on the Packers. The Rams are 4-9 and nine on the season, while the Packers are 5-7. and seven. These are two teams that came into the season with very high expectations. In fact, the Rams had the fourth-best odds to win the Super Bowl. The Packers had the fifth-best odds to win the Super Bowl, and how far they have fallen. The Rams just snapped a six-game losing streak last week when they beat the Las Vegas Raiders on a last-minute touchdown drive. In fact, that was engineered by Baker Mayfield, who had just kind of came in off the street, not even 48 hours on the team. He didn't even know where the locker room was, but he delivered the win for the Rams. So they're looking for two in a row. Meanwhile, the Packers, they've lost seven of their last nine contests. So they're hoping maybe some home field advantage will play on their side today. And Vegas certainly thinks so. The Packers are seven and a half point favorites in this one. The Packers are coming off a win against their NFC rivals in the Chicago Bears in this one. We'll see if that can continue tonight at Lambeau Field. We do have some weather to note. This is going to be a cold one, 20 degrees, possible snow in the forecast as well. First, let's take a look at our injury report presented by SixScore.com. Make sure to check out their website. It's a great tool to see the different matchups and who is injured. It's a great place to check before you place any prop bets or play daily fantasy. So check it out, SixScore.com. Now let's take a look at the injuries in this game. On the Rams defense, they have a six score of 80.5. And defensive lineman Aaron Donald, the future Hall of Famer, out again with a high ankle sprain. He's been out since week 12. Also out on the Rams D-line, we've got Marquise Coleman, linebacker uh, Traven Howard, and cornerback David Long Jr. So with those playmakers out, the Packers do have some advantageous matchups, especially near that offensive line that's very thin for the Rams. On the Packers offense, you've got a six score of 78. Left tackle David Bakhtiari continues to be out with an illness abdomen injury. Otherwise, though, fairly healthy, which could be a lot of trouble for that Rams defense. Also returning this week on offense is wide receiver Romeo Dobbs, who hasn't played since November 6th. So first time since week five, the Packers will have all of their wide receivers healthy in this one. Now let's take a look at the Packers' defense with a six score of 78.9. No real new injuries here. The red is going to be linebacker Rashawn Gary, who's been out with a torn ACL, and cornerback Eric Stokes dealing with an ankle injury there. On the Rams' offense, we see red everywhere because, remember, quarterback Matt Stafford, wide receivers Allen Robinson, and Cooper Cup out for the season. And a new addition to the injury report is center Brian Allen listed as questionable with a thumb issue. Now let's take a look at our daily fantasy projections for week 15 Monday Night Football Rams at Packers. We do have some weather in this one, and it is supposed to be 19 degrees at Lambeau Field with possible snow. What does that mean for a daily fantasy perspective? Well, when the air is cold, it gets thicker, it gets a little bit tougher to throw the ball. Also, tackling hurts a little bit more. It's a little bit more painful, but a lot of the players have been prepping for that, and the Packers are quite used to that. So it could be more of an advantage for the Packers in this one. Let's talk about the Rams' 
players from a daily fantasy perspective. First, we'll take a look at quarterback Baker Mayfield, who's coming into this one. His second game for the Rams, he came in just last week. He only had 48 hours with the team, but he delivered a game-winning drive for them against the Raiders. He didn't have a particularly great game. He had uh, 22 of 35 for 230 passing yards. He kind of struggled for most of the game, actually. And today he's got a really tough matchup going up against this Packers defense. They're eighth in pass defense DVOA, and they've allowed the fewest passing yards to quarterbacks this season. So from a daily fantasy perspective, Baker Mayfield is extremely risky. The ownership won't be as high as Aaron Rodgers, so you could find some leverage. However, I just have a hard time backing Baker Mayfield, who just joined the team. I know that there was some magic late in that game against the Raiders, but uh, keep in mind prior to that game, prior to that game-winning drive, it hadn't been uh, great for Baker Mayfield and the Rams offense. Next, let's take a look at running back Cam Akers, averaging just 34 rush yards per game, but he did have three touchdowns in the past two weeks, which is awesome from a fantasy perspective. Despite the Packers' defense allowing the fifth-fewest rush yards per game, they actually ranked dead last in rush defense DVOA, which I found quite a, kind of interesting. Now, DVOA, defensive value over average, I really like that stat because it takes into account quality of opponent. So when I'm evaluating a lot of these things, I do lean on DVOA, so you'll hear me say that a few times. Now, they have allowed running back touchdowns as well. So this is a little bit more intriguing as well because touchdowns are so valuable. They, the Packers rank 28th in allowing one rushing touchdown per game to running backs, and that ranks 28th. So Justin Fields, David Montgomery, last week, they both had rushing touchdowns. And then the game before, Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts absolutely carved up this Packers defense. They each had over 140. So there are paths to big fantasy numbers for Akers, specifically red zone. I think he has the best odds to get a touchdown for tonight. So there definitely is a play here for daily fantasy that I'm liking, especially since it'll be 19 degrees at Lambeau Field, and they'll likely be leaning a little bit more on their run game, especially with temperatures in 19 degrees and possible snow. Next up, let's take a look at our wide receiver, Van Jefferson, averaging just 36 yards per game. But keep in mind, most of those games and that number is a bit skewed because he was playing with wide receiver Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, who are both out. And now he's all of a sudden wide receiver one. Last week, he had 44 yards and a receiving touchdown, the game-winning receiving touchdown. Hasn't really capitalized too much, though, on that Cup and Robinson absences we could start to see that though as he now he gets maybe a week or two of practice with Baker Mayfield to establish a little bit more chemistry of the other receivers I think that Van Jefferson is your deep threat he's very much capable of those big plays will they be as prevalent in a game that'll be this cold uh, I'm not quite sure however Line starts projecting him for 36 receiving yards. He could easily hit that in one play. However, I'm a little bit concerned about the passing game in this one, given the conditions. Green Bay has allowed the fifth fewest yards per game to wide receivers. They rank 16th in pass defense DVOA versus wide receiver ones. So they've been really good, especially against the receivers. Prior to this season, remember, Green Bay on paper was supposed to be one of the best secondaries. They have underperformed, but they're still really good. Um, now, the ownership here only projected at 19.9, which is fairly low. Um, now let's take a look at wide receiver Ben Skoranek, which he is 
projected to be quite highly owned. So last week, Skoranek had seven passes for a season-high 89 yards. So he leads the team in wide receivers specifically in receptions, yards, and targets. He's third on the team in targets with 55, has caught 69% of them, 9.8 yards per catch. Now he is a bigger wide receiver, 6'3", 224 pounds. But compared to the Packers cornerbacks, he's a bit outmatched. So this is a kind of risky play here. I don't know if I love it. The average depth of target for Skoranek is eight yards. So he doesn't have the same upside for an explosive play that, say, Van Jefferson does. However, given the conditions, again, this could kind of play right into some of Baker Mayfield's strengths, and maybe he won't be throwing those deep balls as much, and he'll be just checking down down the middle, which is the bread and butter for Beds Koronik. Now, since he had a season high in yards last week, it could be a good sign that him and Baker Mayfield already starting things off on the same page, and there is good chemistry. The ownership is high there, so I'm a bit reluctant with that one. Where I'm not reluctant at all is tight end Tyler Higby. I really like his matchup for tonight. He is a bit hit or miss in fantasy. He'll have a 70-yard game one week. Then the next week, he just puts up 11 yards and is virtually non-existent. He's averaging 38 yards per game this season. He is the highest projected tight end in this game. He's actually projected for higher fantasy point total than Ben Skoranek. He is 6'6", 255, so he is taller than any of the linebackers or corners on this Packers team. And Green Bay ranks 25th in defensive DVOA versus opposing teams' tight ends. So this is a matchup I'm really looking at. They've also given up six touchdowns to tight ends, which ranks 27th in the NFL. All right, so those are your uh, quarterback, running back, wide receivers, tight end. Now let's maybe look at a bit of a sleeper pick right here. And I'm actually looking at wide receiver Brandon Powell. He has four red zone targets over the last eight weeks. That's actually the most of any Rams receiver in this game. He has 34 receiving yards in the red zone, also the most of any Rams wide receiver playing tonight, and just 2.2 projected ownership. So a nice leverage play as well. And then I'm also looking at Kyron Williams. Williams is a dual threat running back. He only had 10 receiving yards last week. However, Green Bay ranks 32nd in rush defense DVOA, and they're ranked 20th in pass defense DVOA versus opposing teams running back. So this is an interesting play here. Williams, as opposed to Cam Akers, Williams is more your pass catching back. And given the weather, I could see the Rams kind of rewriting the game script a little bit to incorporate him more in their offensive game plan. So not a bad play there either. Now let's take a look at the Packers and quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who is actually not your top projected fantasy player for tonight. We'll get to that guy in just a moment. Rodgers averaging 220 passing yards per game. He ranks 22nd among quarterbacks in fantasy points per game, but he does have a really favorable matchup. Do you remember all of those injuries I was listing at the top of the show? Yeah, (laughs) Rodgers is in a good spot. Remember that Andy Dalton, Patrick Mahomes, Geno Smith combined for 947 passing yards, seven touchdowns, and just one interception. In fact, Dalton and Smith each had 28 fantasy points. The Rams rank 23rd in pass defense DVOA, and that stat includes 12 weeks with Aaron Donald in the mix as well. So keep that in mind. Aaron Rodgers is in a great spot in his past two games at Lambeau Field. Rodgers is averaging 23.5 fantasy points, 
And that was against Dallas and Tennessee, both pretty good defenses. In fact, Dallas is ranked number one in DVOA. So Rodgers is very much primed for a big game. And, I mean, ownership will be here as well. So you're not getting the leverage, but it's hard to imagine a daily fantasy lineup winning that doesn't include Aaron Rodgers in the mix there. Next up, we have your highest projected player for tonight, according to Line Stars projection, and that is Aaron Jones. He had been out with a nagging shin injury against the Bears. He's averaging 90 total yards per game, averaging 5.2 yards per carry. That ranks 10th in the NFL. And Packers are 3-1 and one when Jones has over 100 yards. So I think the game plan, at least it should be, to get him the ball, especially in the conditions we're going to be seeing tonight at Lambeau Field. And one thing I also love about him is just how tough he is. He doesn't even practice with sleeves. And when he's just out and about in the Green Bay area, yeah, he's just walking around with no coat on just to acclimate himself to the weather conditions. So he will be ready for snow, whatever the weather has in store. Aaron Jones will be ready for it. Now, he's not as big as A.J. Dillon, who can basically carry defenders on his back, but he does have that excellent burst and agility that make him a really dynamic threat. And the emergence of the Packers receiving games, now a healthy receiving cores, that bodes well for Jones, though, as it opposes uh, forces opposing defenses to respect both the run and the pass. So I think that will open things up for Jones in this matchup tonight. So keep an eye on that, especially you're not going up against Aaron Donald on the other side of things. So even though this Rams defense has been relatively good against the run, fifth and rush defense DVOA, they've got a ton of injuries. They're so thin at defensive line. And remember that Josh Jacobs was able to put up 115 total yards against them. So I think he's Aaron Jones in a great spot. He's our top projected player for a reason. Now let's take a look at the wide receiver position, which becomes a little bit more interesting when you're evaluating this Packers team because they're healthy. Finally, for Aaron Rodgers, he's got some healthy wide receivers at his disposal, including the breakout candidate in Christian Watson. He's our top projected wide receiver in this game, averaging 78 receiving yards over the last four games, eight touchdowns in that span. Are you kidding me? He's been an absolute fantasy monster. Weeks 10 to 13, Watson had the third most fantasy points in PPR. It was probably helping you get to the playoffs if you're playing season long. Averaging 2.3 yards per route run, that ranks 12th among 114 wide receivers with at least 150 routes run this season. Just awesome. He does have a little more competition for targets with Romeo Dobbs back, but that shouldn't matter in a significant way. In fact, I think it actually might help a little bit um, because the Rams are going to have to account for all these different wide receiver threats. He's a high-volume target against a Rams defense that's basically cratered over the last month. The Rams rank 31st in pass defense DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Jalen Ramsey just hasn't been as good. I think part of the reason is because a lot of the other pieces on defense just aren't are injured or not there. Just the Rams defense just hasn't been playing well. So I'm really liking a lot of the Packers offensive players, specifically Christian Watson, who's just having an unbelievable season. And what you like to see with Aaron Rodgers is him liking his wide receivers and building up some rapport, which now he's building up some trust with Christian Watson. And I think that will pay off big time in tonight's contest. Now let's take a look at our tight end, Robert Tanyan. Okay, he's in a great spot. I don't love this 
play in particular, though, because Tanya's been non-existent as a pass catcher for the Packers, averaging 28 yards per game on the season, but just 14 yards per game over the last four, only one touchdown on the year. He does have a good matchup against the Rams, who are 17th first tight ends. I just think, though, with all of the wide receivers now back healthy, Sammy Watkins also healthy, uh, Alan Lazard. So you've got a lot of people to throw the ball to that aren't going to be your tight end. So I just think given the recent history of them just not utilizing Robert Tanyan at all, I'd lean towards staying away from him. All right, now for our sleeper pick. It's not maybe quite that big of a sleeper pick, but I really like Alan Lazard tonight. He hasn't been great, but he's been good and he's been solid. Production's taken a bit of a hit with the emergence of Christian Watson. However, this is a guy who is high usage. Lazard, 97% routes, which leads the team. 96% of snaps, which is the highest of any player in this game. And he's got six red zone targets the last eight games. The most of any player in this game as well. The Rams rank 28th in pass defense DVOA versus wide receiver twos. I really like the spot for Alan Lazard tonight, especially given that volume. I know Romeo Dobbs is going to be a lot cheaper on DraftKings, but I like Lazard a bit better given the volume we've just seen him get with Aaron Rodgers. So those are your daily fantasy projections. If you have any questions or comments, just drop them in the comment section below. Now let's get to our touchdown calls of the game Monday Night Football Week 15. For my anytime touchdown call for Week 15 Monday Night Football, I am going with Rams tight end Tyler Higby at the price tag of plus 410. So a nice little payout there. Higby's a big dude. He is 6'6", 255 pounds, taller than any of the Green Bay linebackers or corners. So in a good spot there. He's aggressive, physical, and he's great in yards after catch. It's just a matter of the Rams getting him those targets because he could definitely haul it in. And he's got a good matchup going up against a Green Bay Packers team that's struggled against tight end. In fact, they rank 25th in defensive DVOA versus opposing teams tight end. They've also allowed six touchdowns to opposing tight ends, which ranks 27th. Give me a Tyler Higby touchdown. For my prop bet for this Monday Night Football contest, I'm going Packers wide receiver Alan Lazard over 44 and a half receiving yards. Lazard's been over this in eight of 11 games, and he's a part of 97% of the routes, which leads the team. He's a high volume wide receiver and going up against a Rams defense that ranks 20th in pass defense DVOA versus wide receiver twos. I'm basically uh, accounting for Watson kind of taking over those wide receiver one duties. Loving Lazard's over here, especially since he has so much trust from his quarterback in Aaron Rodgers and a favorable matchup going up against a decimated Rams defense. Take Lazard over 44 and a half receiving yards. For my game pick, I've kind of wavered a little bit. The Packers are seven and a half point favorites in this one. And at first it was seven points and I was gonna take the Packers laying the points with them. However, when it moved over that hook of seven and a half, it started to be maybe a little bit too big for me. And I just think that given the fact that the Packers have lost seven of the last nine games, they just haven't been as good. I don't think that the Rams are going to win this contest, but spotting the Packers seven and a half in this one seems a bit excessive given the results we've seen um, this season for them. They just haven't been as good. They've been playing better, but 
as to whether or not they're going to blow out the Rams. I'm not quite so sure, especially since the weather conditions might be making for a slower game, a lot of running games in this one, especially if we see snow. So I would take the Rams to cover in this one. Hope that helped. If you have any questions or concerns, make sure to drop them in the comments and place those prop bets on Underdog Fantasy or Prize Picks. If you don't already have those apps, make sure to download them and use our promo code for up to $100 of your deposit match. All of this information is accessible to you on the LineStar app. Make sure to check it out, linestarapp.com. Let's go get this money on Monday Night Football tonight in a cold one at Lambeau Field. Good luck to you. We'll see you next time.